And I'm Doyle. And there's some things I got to say today. Well, uh, as I said before, actually, I'm going to pick up where we left off last time because I think we were on to a, a really good topic when we were talking about uh, agenda, agendas, narrative, and framing uh, from the standpoint of uh, stories or messages or principles or thoughts uh, that people want to get out. Um, and there are a lot of real constructive examples. In fact, I think you shared one uh, a simple uh, example of how th this applies in, in a play, right? From, you know, the what is the objective of the play to entertain or to inform? That would be the agenda. That's what the purpose of it is. And there may be other objectives, but that's just as an example. And then the, the, the narrative uh, is the, the story behind it, how it goes about telling that, that uh, to achieve the, that agenda. And then the framing are the individual scenes where you're making a specific point and, and, and encapsulating uh, the, the information or the facts or the scenarios or the emotions or the uh, moments that, that uh, build up to, the, uh, to, to accomplishing those, those goals and objectives. Um, the, the one thing that, that uh, I wanted to do is sort of take a, a step toward uh, human behavior and, and human, uh, you know, psychosociology or social psychology or whatever you want to uh, term it, uh, f how people use this and when they speak things that they think and feel and believe, right? And uh, I think uh, many times uh, people equate uh, these goals and objectives with truth. Right, they feel like they're they're uh, they frame it, uh, frame something in some way that supports their narrative, the story that they believe that they that they are that they want to put forth, uh, and and they have an agenda, right? I mean, they, it, and I'm not saying these are bad, uh, negative. They, they they don't have to be, but but human nature, human behavior, uh, is that most people have a purpose behind. And I think we talked early on in in the, the previous. Uh, uh, podcast and even in previous ones that people don't do things unless they get something out of it. So people have a motive behind wh whatever they do. Um, and I think there's a, a, a situation and it occurs frequently and, and, and I think everyone is, is susceptible to this, that they believe that their agenda, the narrative and the story that they tell, and then how they frame it is truth. Um, and, and I don't necessarily think that's always the case. Uh, with with anyone for that for that matter, but but the, the the risk is is that people believe their own narrative so closely and clearly and and totally that it it may give them blinders. No, don't you think that's 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 a, a possible situation or a scenario that occurs from time to time? I think that's an interesting thing that you bring up because I think that there's a distinction between believing it totally in the way that you're i think um describing i think that there mm -hmm. um that isn't necessarily negative if you are in alignment with the agendas that that narrative is supporting i think that the problem comes when uh, individuals identify with that narrative and that is the big distinction because when uh, you believe it totally and it align you align with the agendas that that narrative supports, then you are acting out of principles, right? And then when you act out of principles, uh, then you have reasons for doing that, 
right? So you, you say, this is my principle. I'm living my life by these decisions, by these actions, because they align with my principles, and that's reasonable, right? <clears throat> Versus individuals who identify with the narrative, let the narrative drive their behaviors, their reactions, and how they think and feel versus controlling that the other way around. So th- thus, they become subservient to the narrative. And anytime they fall out of line with that narrative, two things happen. One, they lose their identity, so they no longer know who they are. And two, they get ostracized from all of the others that fall in line with that narrative, right? So then they're socially outcast. So then not only are they, so that's double whammy. That's that's, that's the two biggest problems that can happen in a sociological setting to an individual is that one, you are not accepted in, in the group, and two, you don't even know who you are, so you don't even know how to find others that might accept you. And thus, people make themselves effectively slaves to narratives because they identify with those narratives, and they don't have deeper guiding principles that inform their decisions on a case-by-case basis. So, so a conspiracy theorist might say, then uh, you can take that to the to the next level. And using you know, a term you you use uh, occasionally to 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 uh, describe a, a grander uh, perspective, and that's the meta aspect of it. So, so look at meta agendas. Because sure. what you just talked about is at an individual level and how it takes that first step, first uh, first level of connection to the group, right? And, 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 and you, you, you hit it spot on as far as the sociological aspect, because it, people behave as individuals, but they're affected. That behavior is so affected by, by the sociological settings that they find themselves in groups, peers, things of that sort. Absolutely. And uh, uh, once the group identity is, and the group uh, uh, definition, so to speak, are Embraced, defined, uh, understood—only necessarily understood because they're not necessarily clearly understood. But how they're embraced, uh, and this is where I'm getting into the conspiracy theorist part. Someone could say, "Well, someone could, uh, in a meta sense, manipulate these people that may have had reasonable and and constructive agendas, right?" And the narrative is a logical progression of that. But they have become so closed off to the fact that it's not, may not necessarily be truth or be reality, but it's what they believe to be reality. Um, which leads me to uh, another thing, and it's it's sort of this concept of your truth and my truth. I need to interject before that because you're skipping some things that we need to focus on and talk about for a bit. So if you don't mind, hang on to that point because I think that that certainly bears talking about. But you skipped something and I want to correct what you said because a a couple reasons. One, I really don't like the the term conspiracy theory um, because it is such a loaded term that you can't use it without people um, using their own filter to cast what uh, it means in their own mind in, in application to what they may be hearing us saying. So I, I want us to maybe eschew that term. But before we completely eschew it, I want to say that this it's not even conspiracy theory. It's fact. Uh, and and it's absolutely it's conspiracy, but it's fact because look at cults. That's precisely how cults work, right? Is that they make you uh, or they guide you to understand that your survival is 
in the realest sense you can feel it is dependent upon you identifying with the cult and you not being ostracized from the cult. That's why it's so hard to get people out of cults, right? So well, we know that's done, a fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, what you've done is you've actually pointed out an, uh, another example of of the of the agenda, the narrative, and the framing yes. by my use of the conspiracy theory, theorist, right? <laughs> because it, it, with, 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 with not really meaning a, a uh, uh, untoward intent, you know, my thought was this is how someone would cast making this kind of comment. So I was using that with the intent. Yeah. Correct. In, in, in some respects, correct. Uh, so so I'm, I'm fine with that. The, the, uh, the, the point that I'll have just a, a slight uh, 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 angst with, I won't say disagreement, but, but angst with totally embracing, embracing is when you said that it's, it's not theory, it's, it's fact, right? And then, then there are those that are manip- manipulating, and 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 I understand where you're coming from, and I'm not I'm not trying to refute or, or dispute that. I'm just saying that it's uh, when someone says fact that to me speaks equivalent an equivalency to truth. And where I was going with with this is that, and I'm not saying you you did this, but but I think some people uh, get so strong in their belief. That they embrace it and accept it as truth. Of course. Right? But then I think in their mind, that's a truth and it's equivalent to fact. But in reality, in in the in the, the reality that we live in, that's a quote unquote truth. They believe it to be true, but it's not. Potentially it's not, uh, as a as a fact. And to me, facts are uh indisputable. That they are they are absolutes, I should say, not necessarily indisputable, but they're absolutes, right? As is, as I believe is truth. Truth is absolute. It is, is where I was going. And, and I thank you for, for helping clarify the, 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 uh, uh, the, the point that I uh, probably shouldn't have made in that, in that fashion uh, to get my point across. Uh, where I was going is, is, that, is that there is an absoluteness about, about fact and about truth. And there isn't your truth and my truth. Well, so it may be what I, I believe and what you believe, and it may drive lots and lots, of, lots of behaviors and and actions on our part, and motivate and demotivate, and, and all those kinds of uh, uh, inter, uh, intrapersonal effects of what we believe in our in our principles. Uh, but it doesn't uh, refute or dispute reality that that there is an absolute truth. So. Uh, I- here, here's the way that I think about all of that, um, and I, be- I think this is irrefutable, and I'm willing to hear any arguments to try to refute it. I know you won't, but I'm willing to hear arguments from anybody else who would be willing to refute th- or, or attempt, would believe there needs to be an attempt to refute this statement. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm going to more than just a statement, but a set of statements. The idea of saying that truth depends on a perspective perspective is um, categorically incorrect, and the reason why that is is because it's like somebody using a word that they don't know what it means. Because truth is reflexively absolute. And so what I mean about that is that 
by sheer definition, truth is absolute. And if a thing is true, it's absolute and objective. If a thing is requires any manner of subjectivity, it is not truth. Now, that is is really hard to get your head around because you say, well, I feel like this is a certain way. Well, the truth is that you feel that it's that way. The truth may not be that it's actually that way. But the truth could be that it is that way. But that is independent about how you feel about it, your perspective on it, etc. If not, then the question is, what does truth even mean? Because either truth must be reflexively absolute or truth has no meaning as a word. That's my perspective on it. And again, I'm not trying to, uh, um, I'm trying to assert that as truth. That's that set of statements as truth as a projection of my belief in that as, as the truth. Right. And so in that sense, you're saying, you could say, well, doesn't that depend upon your perspective and your subjectivity? Uh, I think that the, the reality of that is the only way that society exists in any sort of civil manner is that we agree that all agree that that's true. If we don't all agree that that's true, that's the beginning of the disintegrity of society or disintegration of society. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective. Yeah, I, I I do think you're 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 at a very fundamental found the uh, fundamental uh, foundational building block of what I would uh, declare is humanity, right? Because without those, then then we're we're vapor, right? Without that, without a foundation of absoluteness on certain things, then. W- Using you know uh, modern common terms, we're just figments of our own imagination. Exactly right. We're not exactly real, right. Right, because because there there are foundational things that that have to be true and absolute. To to your point, um, the, the 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 part that I think we see a lot of today is that people are trying to pull that into well, I believe this, so it's my truth. Right, and and they're trying to put forth not just the the their agenda and their narrative and their framing. They're trying to put it forth as your agenda, your narrative, and your framing. My agenda, my narrative, and my framing, without allowing us. You know, if if a person wanted to think that and feel that on their own, that's fine. I mean, I'm 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 a firm believer in the in the. Uh, uh, what what the, the founders of this country said in the the Constitution that we're endowed with our Creator with inalienable rights, and you know one of those is is uh, obviously you know freedom of speech, uh, freedom of religion, and and the the right to to uh, 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 be free and pursue happiness. And I just butchered the, that that part of the Declaration of Independence of the Constitution. I think we had this conversation a few episodes ago. <laughs> I think you it's have interwoven them a lot right there with that. I have, I have, uh, because they they are they are siblings of the of the same parent. Uh, uh, disagree. <laughs> they came from the founding fathers. My point there. Uh, that that is a huge, I think, um, uh, disagreement you and I have. 
that the founding fathers that as a statement or as an entity means anything because because it, it came from a set of individuals and they is not one thing and they all believed a lot of different things and the mere existence of the constant and this goes back to one of the very first episodes that we did when I said mm-hmm. that I have some problems I have actually lots of problems with the Constitution as even putting aside the idea of some men governing over other men, um, put that idea on a um, on a hold. If if we accept that and say we have to have a guiding document for said government, I still think that the Constitution uh, has a leaves a lot to be desired. Because let us not remember that that is the second guiding document that this country had. Uh, the Articles of Confederation being the first, and there's lots of arguments for one or the other, and why, and this and the other. So my point being is that's a that's a reduction to say that it, it is, and I think an inaccurate reduction. This is the only reason that I call this out right now is an inaccurate reduction to say that you know Thomas Jefferson's speci- well, and not just him, but primarily him with the Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence versus all of the people who worked on the Constitution is part of the same. Um, uh, uh, constitution of within themselves that it's the True. same kind of people i think that's a that's an incorrect perception i think that's a that is a widely accepted perception that is incorrect uh, and, i mean provably incorrect sure. actually if you look at their, their own True. personal writings right there, there's just some to me there's some implications by by virtue of the fact that that the the there were bodies of people in in the, the declaration of independence the signers of the declaration of independence and the constitution that you know the uh, the states ratified it, so others saw it and read it and 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 decided about it. I'm not putting either it forth way. As, it does it as doesn't negate your document. point. Your point is still the, the real valid. point that I muddied. Yeah, the point. I the, muddied the main point. I was, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's fine. Well, I, I did, I did uh, uh, stir, stir the water, and maybe the, the you just made sure that the, the the mud was was clearly visible. <laughs> um, the point, <laughs> the, the 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 main thing I was trying to get at was that. That uh, that it was our Creator that that uh, is is where is where truth and um, our rights come from, right? And so the the when when I look at that, I think in terms of uh, the the it goes back to the to me that 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 uh, demonstrates, proves, uh, shows, exhibits the the uh, absoluteness that you referred to. Um, and then the rights that we have as individuals, right? We have the right to not believe absoluteness, sure, right, and, and to believe whatever we want to believe, and and you know uh, uh, absorb the the outcomes and the consequences and, and uh, of, of that, whatever they they may end up being. Uh, the point uh, back dialing back to to where I originally came from on this topic, this this particular leg of of the conversation was that. People want to say it's my truth and your truth, and, and it's because they believe it so so uh, deeply. But whatever it is that, that they're trying to, to put forth as truth and trying to tell others that this is truth, and you can't refute this because this is truth. And we see this a lot in in uh, in, in the, the the communities and in the public today. People trying to shout down other people. Oh sure, uh, not trying to hear someone else. They're trying to to uh, uh, number one ignore the the opposing voices uh by raising their voice and and while they're uh uh think they're doing the right thing both all parties i won't just say both because it's not just two sides uh, all parties you know are, are guilty and susceptible to do that but uh, i think to get to truth we have to stop shutting other people down and uh think 
and to your point earlier, many times people aren't thinking for themselves. They are just espousing, either espousing what they've been told or espousing what they understood at one point in time with the uh, based on the the narrative that was presented to them or that they they discovered or they embraced or they heard um, and the framing that was cast upon it for them and not thinking for themselves and uh, understanding that that I think that's a fundamental not just a right but a responsibility to think uh, and and it uh, I can't fathom of someone surrendering or abdicating the right to think and to understand for yourself. Oh, sure you can. That's sure a travesty. You can, right? It's easier. You know that that's the harder route. People, it's it's a burden to have to take on that. It's a responsibility. People don't want that. They want to do everything. That, and I'm not saying this because uh, as a cast of judgment per se, right? I'm saying this to describe fact is that people want to avoid that because it's difficult and painful and understandably so. And so what's happening is I, I, this is, and, and I think... Um, this again, this is kind of fast forwarding a little bit, but I, I I don't know a better route to get there because this is the description. People are taking advantage. Let's just say it's unknowingly. Certain people's individuals, organizations, whatever, are taking advantage of humans' desire to avoid difficult things if they can avoid difficult things, and so they're hijacking that. Um, let's just say energy preservation mechanism, because that's kind of what it is in a human, um, to avoid conflict, to avoid difficult things, to just go the the path of least resistance, right? Energy conservation is what that is in broadest terms. <clears throat> so they're, they're hijacking humans' nature of uh, trying to conserve their energy, not uh, face difficult things by saying that two ways that they hijack it. First way you don't want to be a bad person. I'm going to, they do things to make you afraid that you're a bad person. If you don't subscribe to this narrative and, and subsequently the agenda, right? If you don't believe this narrative and subscribe to the agenda, if you don't, then you are on the path to being a bad person or are already, already outright a bad person. That's the first way. The second way is that, well, you know, you're, it's it, humanity. Being a human is tough and there's so much, abundance here that um you're entitled to your part of it because you you you're here you made it you're a human you're alive and and uh the reason that you don't have that is these other actors and you need to be uh doing what you can to change a system to allow these other actors to share what they've squandered or what they've uh um uh um they're hoarding right because they're only a human just like you, and, and, and we're all humans, right? And so we all deserve this thing or that thing or the other thing. And so those two things get to people very, 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 very early in life and never go away. And all of the systems that our society puts kids through these days are constantly increasing and increasing the rate, the volume, and the breadth of that that the influence of influence of that narrative like over and over and over and and, and it's in to an insanely uh, large scope that what we're doing is effectively brainwashing society to be this certain way which 
that's not good. It doesn't even matter if the 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 narrative, even if the agenda is truth, it's not good to manipulate humans that way. Doesn't matter. Truth is 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 ultimate. Truth is the most important thing, and that leads to all of the good outcomes in in life for sure. But if you use a, a, a an invalid mechanism to bring about ultimately truth. The means, the ends do not justify the means. I, I feel that uh, that's my perspective, a hundred percent. Again, that's one of those things where if somebody wants to, you know, uh, uh, argue me on that, you know, have a debate on it. I'm open and willing to, but I do not believe, I do not believe that the ends justify the means, and and I, you, it just can't be that way because we lose our humanity when we take that perspective. I really believe that. Well, you did. You had a, a very articulate uh, rebuttal to to a point I was making, and, and from a logical perspective and and a behavioral perspective, and and I fully uh, understand and agree with with that rationale. Uh, but my point wasn't that people couldn't and wouldn't and didn't uh, abdicate or or surrender the right to think for themselves. I was just saying, from a personal perspective, I don't understand how one could uh, willingly, right? They don't uh, understand know, what and, they're and doing. They're, that's the thing. But that's the whole point is that, that it, it, it that gets hijacked into humans before they're at a point in their life where they can understand what they're doing and understand what's being uh, fed to them. Seriously. That, why, why do you think that we have such um, legalistic standards around things like education? Around things like you know child care, like public child care, around all these different things. Why does that exist? And everybody's going to say for safety. No, it's not. Look at those statutes. You tell me that's all for safety. Maybe there's some. Sure, okay. But you think that's all that that's there for? No. The safety is the red herring. The safety aspect is always the red herring on all of this stuff. Anyway, we're we're getting we're starting to get a little too political, or I'm starting to get a little too political with it. I think. Well, and I, and I don't think it's too political because I think I think you're you're talking from a a position of of clarity and understanding and passion about about what you believe and uh, along with what you you know to be truth, right? I mean, I, I think that that those you're uh, uh, willingly and wholeheartedly agree with the fact that your conclusions are uh, by all counts uh, derived from from facts and what I believe to be uh, absolute uh, irrefutable facts right um, the, the 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 it's hard to to dispute or disagree with the logic of what you're saying and, and I really don't uh, uh, even from the characterization of what the motives are, right? That that again kind of goes to our our framework of you know the agenda, the narrative, and the framing, and and the and as I said uh, a couple of times, that's not necessarily always negative, right? Sometimes you, it's it's good to frame it that way. In fact, you have to frame it that way. Uh, otherwise, uh, there's no hope of being able. And I think that's the uh, uh, that's the the challenge that that. Uh, humanity and society faces today is how do you break through the uh, and again I know I brought the, raised this question up before 
uh, and, and you answered the question, you do what you do, what you can do, uh, and, and affect those things that you can affect day to day and be the, the, the example, be the light, be the effect, be the impact that you can make, and then see that potentially, you know, uh, uh, watched, uh, monitored, uh, duplicated, imitated, or whatever to, to affect it. And, and, and I asked the question sort of almost quasi-rhetorical, you know, uh, when, when I say, well, what, what, what do you do to break through? And, and I think I, I just answered part of your question, uh, how you would have answered my question uh, to do so. But, but you know, it's, it's one that is a thinker, I, I don't think, can help but raise that question in their own mind. What, what do I need to be doing? Because it's a case of if not, then potentially I'm complicit with no those. you're not though that's the thing that's that's the fatal flaw in that that line of thinking you are not complicit because if you are complicit then you're saying that something that somebody else is doing is your responsibility and it's not unless you allow it to be your responsibility that's the whole point here is that everybody thinks that they have to be responsible for everybody else and thus they think that we need to put things together in place that makes us all legally and and contract bound and and almost to some degree soul bound uh need to be responsible for everybody else but the reality is it's precisely the opposite we need to be overwhelmingly responsible for ourselves people want to think that they want to be responsible for other people so that they don't have to take the responsibility for themselves it's it's a shell game everybody's trying to play a shell game with responsibility stop playing the shell game take on the responsibility yourself and if everybody were to do that what it wouldn't matter everybody would be taken care of and then not only and then let's just say that some wouldn't because ultimately some wouldn't right because there would be a percentage that didn't do it then it would be super straightforward easy clear how to take care of the people who aren't problem would solve itself humanity is too brilliant to not solve these problems that's why everybody's so frustrated they keep thinking these problems are so easy to solve we have the resources true not only that we have more resources than we can imagine to solve these problems but the the problem isn't what we see the problem is we think we have to solve it all we don't we've got to get rid of that idea that's the problem that is ultimately the problem Good point. Very passionately and convincingly spoken. I, I'm sorry, and, and I just believe that very deeply. <laughs> I understand. And, and, and one day I will uh, uh, hopefully uh, embrace that, that, uh, that passion myself I, because I, I agree with you. I, I just I feel, and maybe it's, it's because I'm, I'm a, a, a father and 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 you know there's there's that natural in, uh, tendency to to not just look out for your family but to look out for others uh, i think it it creates a a a sense of of uh and and, and maybe it's not it's, it's unfair for me to call it uh, uh selfless but it creates this selfless view of if someone needs help i need to help i need to be the one to help totally and but you do what you see, right? And what's within your influence. The problem is, and this is why the uh, the internet and social media has exacerbated things, is because now we can see everything. And so those mechanisms can get projected onto everything, but we're not equipped, physically equipped, to take care of everything. We just can't do it. 
So what we think we can do is delegate that desire to a larger entity to to be our avatar to do that for us. The problem is that entity has no desire to do that. As much as it says that it wants to, as much as the people, uh, and even though there are people that have good intentions and really want that, the entity itself functions as a whole, not as a bunch of individuals. And so the whole of it does not give a crap about doing that and, and taking on that responsibility. But it'll definitely want to take on the resources that you, any, anybody or anything will allocate to it. That's part of the problem, too. It, so that isn't the problem. This thing isn't the problem. This thing is manifestation of the problem. The problem is when we start to externalize our power, externalize our responsibility, externalize anything it's all me. I have to do it all. I'm the responsible one. Imagine what difference the world would be if everybody felt that way. Like if everybody truly felt that way completely inside of themselves and understood that they had to take it on. The thing is, though, we've become so soft as a society because we don't have to. Because we have been able to delegate by, you know, the amazing progress we've made in society, the amazing advancements in technology and just ability to interact with each other and to, to cooperate with each other. And the desire that we have to cooperate with each other is off the charts. It's higher now than it's ever been in, in history. And people want to uh, act like it's terrible and, and getting worse. It's like you're not even looking at history. Uh, this is where the, the, the not thinking part gives us a double whammy is that not only mm-hmm. are they not thinking about what's going on now, what they can do and and, and take on responsibility for their lives. They're not also not looking at the past to see how far we've come and what we have done. It's, 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 pardon the word, but it's asinine, (laughs) honestly. And, but the thing is like, to some degree you can understand it because who's taught them different, right? And to some degree, maybe we do bear the responsibility of it as so, so far as we delegate to this other entity, external we're we're giving up all the power we have and we have been for a long long time and we're at a point now technology's at a point now where we don't need that mechanism anymore we have needed it for a long time because that was the way that we were able to connect now we have a direct connection that's faster than that has ever been and can ever be and not only not only is it faster it's it's more effective, it's clearer, it's subject only to the flaws of us individually using it versus the flaws of these systems trying to use it together, right? Which uh, it sounds, it's counterintuitive because it seems like, well, that's more t- points of failure. But the reality is the, the that scaling of the points of failure means that if everybody takes the responsibility for that, then it's, it's on you. It, it failed for you. Figure out how to fix it, right? That sort of a thing. People just don't want to take that on, and they're so scared, and I understand why, because it's not an easy task, but it's the only way things get better in the manner that they they really want them to, like, systemically better totally, right? Hmm? Get rid of the system. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so now his agenda has come out. Uh, no, uh, I, I mean, I, I'll be very clear about it. I just, I don't think this is the podcast for that necessary. necessarily. I understand. I, I was sort of half tongue-in-cheek when I said that. Um, but the reason, you know, let, let me just be clear about one thing. The reason why I haven't spoken my, the full of my agenda, and I think it bears us talking about that sometime soon on the podcast because we're we're so close to it right now. It might as well. Mm-hmm. But the reason that I haven't is not because I'm attempting to manipulate. It's because my agenda is not ultimately my agenda is truth, right? 
And so it's not really my agenda that you're talking about. You're talking about what I believe are consequences of my agenda, right? Because I, I absolutely, if, if, if my formulation for what I think is the right way for a human to be is wrong, I want to know it's wrong because I want to know truth because that is my agenda, right? That goes to that mm-hmm. validity point of the disparity between your agenda and truth. I want to be 100% valid in my approach to life. So there's that. Um, but the reality of it is, I truly believe that the biggest win that we as humans can have right now is to realize that the more we try to save other people, the more we will condemn all of us. Um, that uh, sounds like a very profound point for us to, to, to take our leave uh, on this session today. Because <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have anything. It would be anticlimactic for me to say much more after, after that. Um, and, and I think it's a good launching point for, um, you know, a subsequent uh, subsequent uh, podcast discussion session uh, where we talk more in depth about about your your uh, uh, thoughts and, and, and philosophies and beliefs about uh, uh, down that path. And then and then I can can uh, elicit some things from you. And I, and I think I have uh, some uh, knowledge of of your belief structure. Obviously, there's probably things that, that you and I have not had a chance to talk about uh, in the past that I'd love to hear more about. And then maybe we can do uh, a little more on mine because mine are going to be, uh, uh, since we're a generational difference between us, it's going to be framed and and originating you know from different sources and sure. and uh, uh, and again it will I think it, it will cause me and I will, I will readily acknowledge this it will cause me to take a step back and rethink some some things that I've believed uh, as truth and question are they truth and so to to be able to discern between what I've just embraced and held so tightly as a as a truth and as as an absolute is is not that may not be that it's more a belief and and how do how do those get um, recast reformed in inside of my psyche, if you will, and and give me a different framing, a different filter to interpret uh, the, and understand the things uh, that that I uh, I believe or I have believed or I think I believe. And I mean, I, as you as you probably will, will, will acknowledge, I have some pretty solid, strong beliefs, but I you know I, I think they're based on on some things that that you've pointed out in, in a couple of our conversations. That uh, you know, it may not be as absolute as as I have uh, framed my belief around something. And when I mean, it, not not fun. And, and I hope that you would help bring some uh, clarity to some of my thinking too, because it's easy to get in our own echo chamber really fast. Sure. I mean, especially if you're somebody who thinks a lot like I am. Like it, it is super easy to to go to the depths of it <laughs> and just hear your voice, right? Um, and the problem is, is that, is that echo, that echo tends to reinforce sometimes. And we've just got to be aware it's okay to be in an echo chamber from time to time. Right. Cause that allows you for clarity, for clarification. Well, yeah, but, you, can, the, you, you get that chance to be like, well, that sounds weird. I don't know about that. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's the, that's the, the value of the echo chamber is, is that it doesn't give you affirmation. It gives you clarity and potentially if you have your brain engaged either way correct which kind of goes back to my point about it's hard for me to to understand how people wouldn't want to think for themselves but i mean i understand the the rationale using i don't want to open that can of worms again because you (laughs) you you clearly answered that question uh but but from an individual personal perspective right uh, like you i'm with you i would never turn mine off yeah right right 
Okay. Well, uh, it's a good point to, to, to wrap up, I think, and, and uh, uh, another good one. Uh, I do hope that, that, that we have some folks that, that uh, get the opportunity and the chance to listen to us respond. I mean, you've thrown out some challenges about things you believe you're open to hear any kind of uh, refutation or, or contribution, and, and me as well. I would love to, to uh, interact and dialogue with people if they have some thoughts that, yeah, no that would help us. Right. Help us learn. And we can, you know, actually help explain, you know, maybe certain topics that they're interested to hear uh, what we think about based on, you know, some of the thoughts and ideas they've heard us talk about in the past. Uh, and maybe we can include some of those things in, in future podcasts. So uh, welcome that from anyone that's out there that, that might be uh, listening to the uh the 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 conversation we've yeah if you if you want to get in touch with us uh i do believe our email address is things i gotta say at gmail.com so i got a g-o-t-t-a like we have in the title um that uh, i don't i haven't monitored that address lately but i'll I'll set up something so that uh, we'll get notified actually i think it may have i'll I'll verify that i've I've set Mm -hmm. up something that'll notify us when we get a message there Uh, Mm -hmm. definitely willing to to take on any perspective because uh as strongly as i feel um, I, I don't want that to uh, I don't want to shout down people from my perspective either. I want to hear other people's perspective. I like I, in, in a way that I can even communicate how deeply I want to hear different perspectives and understand where those perspectives are coming from because I need to know where the faults are in my thinking, where the lack is in my perspective, where the the blind spots are that I have because I know that I have them. Um, so I'm I'm totally open to other perspectives hearing them. And that made me think of of a, of a term that uh, we've we've heard from, from time to time. I have in, of late, but it's not finding itself as active as as I think it should. And that's finding common ground. We have more with people we disagree with. We have more things that we agree on than what we disagree. Absolutely. We just tend to focus so much on the disagree. And 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 I think that uh, we should disagree respectfully. Absolutely, there, there's nothing wrong with disagreeing. But I think we should also ins- realize and ensure and find the common ground because I think that will allow us to disagree and, and to your point, be open to hearing those disagreements and, and hearing, you know, even, you know, uh, information that might influence, uh, uh, you know, you or me or others to, to reconsider. You know some things sure. that, that you think or both think you believe. If I if I my atten- if my intention is to align with truth, what kind of liar would I be in my intentions if I wasn't a hundred percent open and 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 uh, ready to face any dissent that may come my way? <laughs> That's some real Indeed. shaky truth. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, I would say you'd be an absolute liar if that were the case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, but I, but I think I think that's that's the thing. it's okay and it's great for people to feel strongly and to feel passionately. Yeah. They, they they really should. Um, and but but passion is uh, needs to be a positive and not a negative uh, uh, thing. So if it you know it's something we should we should work to to use to draw us closer together as as humanity. Agreed. Uh, no matter what we believe. Well, all right, Dole. That's been a real good uh, a podcast, and not just because I got fired up too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, th- th- those are it's fun to get to get the juices going and get the drilling for cranking. All righty. Well, I, I, again, I appreciate your time as always, man. I, I really do enjoy our it's talks. Fun. And uh, absolutely, we'll talk to you next time. Have a good one. Right, you too. See ya.